one knows how to play poker. 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 But do you know how to play poker well? Well, get ready to talk poker strategy with the people who run the games. Hear interviews with the stars. Get information on when to play, where to play, and how to play better poker. Poker. This is Poker Action Live, a weekly poker show with your hosts, Big Dave Lemon and Joe Rodriguez. And how's everybody tonight? Big Dave and Joe uh, with another edition of the show. And uh, so much going on, uh, so much getting done and moving into the next phase of whatever poker tournament or poker uh, organization is involved. Uh, We just finished down here at the Seminole Hard Rock with the uh, Lucky Hearts Poker Open, and I got a couple interviews from uh, being over there last week and talking to some of the people. Uh, The main uh, is completed. We'll talk about some of that and those results. And uh, I stuck around for uh, the 2200 uh, PLO uh, tournament. And uh, talked to some of the people uh, that finished deep in that. Had a really great conversation with Timothy Banks. We'll hear that later in the show. And then uh, our, uh, what I call our newest power couple. Um, You know, it's just a matter of course, Joe, that uh, these people play all over the country in different tournaments. Uh, We're having a few more women playing. Uh, A lot of them are very attractive. And not that that matters, but, uh, you know, there's people are on the road and uh, meet others uh, after the after the night of poker. Uh, who knows what happens, but uh, uh, as it turns out, a lot of them get together. Uh, we, you know, we have uh, uh, long-standing groups, Alani Harwood and Phil Wee. We have uh, Liv Bowery and Igor uh, Karlansky, and, uh, you know, different people uh, in, in poker that uh, have gone out together, and you know, uh, Jason and please don't feed Natasha. me those. Please don't feed me those lights. I don't want to get into trouble <laughs> when you say I don't know what goes on. <laughs> uh, Kristen Bignell and uh, Alex Foxen, probably the latest uh, well-known couple, uh, both in the top twenty. And uh, the newest one I just uh, realized was uh, a young lady named Melissa Singh, who is local here in South Florida that I've had on the show before. But a uh, very good player, very nice person, and uh, as it turns out. She goes out with uh, David Prochak, who in this $2,200 tournament, they were in the final three, Uh, (laughs) Melissa, David, and uh, Timothy Banks. So uh, it's a really interesting story. And uh, we'll did one of them win it? Well, Timothy won. Uh, he's an uh, an older gentleman, probably late 60s, from Canada, and lives. So he eliminated here the, the couple. Win. He eliminated the couple. Well, they did, they made a chop, but he had a big. The really interesting story is that he had a big chip lead. Uh, at one time, he had offered David a chop, or he had offered all three a chop, and David said no. He wanted to play it out, and then. Timothy won a big hand and put David back to third place, and then he was like, well, yeah, let's talk chop again. So as it turned out, he said, well, let's chop, and Timothy is just such a nice guy, one of the nicest people I've seen in poker. And he uh, he said, let's chop it three ways, even, even though he had a 4-1 to chip lead on both of them. Well, listen, that is being a very nice man, especially after you offered – I would imagine it was the same offer before. Yeah, I said, well, he could have spited them, you know, obviously, and, uh, you know, not done it. But, uh, no, he did. uh, And both of them talk about it in our interviews tonight, so we'll play some of that. I thought that was one of the truly interesting stories of this weekend. Uh, We also had uh, the main event finish up over there. Brian Altman uh, from uh, Massachusetts won for the second time. He won five years ago, this same event, main event. Oh, good for And him. he wins it uh, this time here. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, pretty good uh, final table as well. Went head-to-head with John Dollinger. One of his guys, friends call him Jake, Jake Dollinger. And uh, finally, uh, Altman put him away. But uh, it was pretty good. It was a pretty interesting tournament and uh, a lot of good stuff. I'm hoping to have Tony Banks, or Tony Banks, uh, Tony Burns on next week. Uh, Tony uh, is headed to Tampa shortly thereafter because of the uh, event up at the Seminole Hard Rock Tampa, the uh, circuit event that's uh, going to be there for the first time. And now that Tony is the uh, marketing man for the Seminole Gaming, and uh, you know he's going to oversee a lot of this stuff firsthand. So he's headed up there to check that out. But right before he goes, I want to talk to him. And the other news came out this week that uh, both Tony and his good friend uh, Matt Savage were both nominated again for a Global Poker Award as uh, Tournament Directors of the Year, even though uh, Tony's a nice party gift for him, huh? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But uh, that will be up uh, later in February, and I want to talk to him about that as well. Second year in a row he's been nominated. He didn't win last year. 
but uh, Matt is uh, also nominated as Industry Person of the Year. So a lot of really fun stuff, people we hear from. Of course, Daniel Negranu, uh, nominated for two awards, Blogger of the Year, Podcast of the Year, and Jamie Kerstetter, Lex Belthouse, and uh, a lot of other people, uh, Bryn Kenny, Joe Stapleton, Kevin Mathers, and a lot of other people that we've talked to in the past are all up uh, for awards that uh, we'll follow that along. That will be later uh, in February. So we'll uh, give you a good uh, rundown on that once Tony is here. Hopefully that will be next week on the show. But we'll hear a couple interviews tonight from uh, the action. I gave, gave you kind of a rundown of what happened in that 2200. But let's hear from, uh, I didn't even realize they were a couple until I asked uh, Melissa if she would uh, step out from watching the main event uh, finish up and do a quick interview, and, and another fellow comes out with her, and I didn't even know who he was. Turns out, she said, yeah, this is, uh, this is David Prochak, and, and I said, oh, he finished uh, third. And, and it turns out that's when I found out that they were actually uh, boyfriend and girlfriend for, uh, for quite some time, I guess. Uh, anyway, let's hear from them. Uh, I got a chance to speak to them outside uh, the final table of the main event of the Lucky Hearts Poker Open. I'm with another of the poker's power couples, which I didn't even realize, but they end up shopping for the $2,200 Omaha. Uh, Melissa Singh, David Prosiak, uh, thanks for taking a, a couple of minutes here. Uh, let me start with Melissa, another slum dog, a donkey, yeah. uh, taking home some honors here. Yeah. Not exactly a win, but I guess you'll have two trophies and you can put them next to each other like a boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tell me a little about uh, going into today. What's that that's like for you? Well, um, David is a killer PLO player. So anytime, yeah. even before we started dating, anytime he was in a tournament, I was like, oh, man, I just got to stay out of his way because he's going to win everything. Um, but it was really fun. Um, PLO final table last night. We got down to the final four players um, and some of our most difficult competitors bust. Um, in fifth, sixth, seventh place. So that really worked out well for us. Uh, coming into day two, uh, David was first in chips, I was second in chips. So we were really hoping that we'd get our first ever heads up battle. Is, is it the first time? It's the first time we've ever even been at a final table together. Wow. So it was really fun. We both, uh, PLO is our favorite game. Well, I'm speaking for myself, but uh, my favorite game. So it was really exciting. And we always sort of joke like it would be fun to get heads up sometimes. So we thought this was going to be it. Yeah. And Tim is a great competitor. He's not afraid to put his chips in with a draw, with, um, you know, with, without the nuts. Um, and so I have to hand it to him. He played um, some spots really intelligently. And, and uh, there was a point where I think he was down to seven or eight big blinds. And, you know, we chipped him up and then up again and up again. And before you knew it, he had a significant chip advantage uh, against us and offered um, graciously to give us a, an even chop, um, which we ultimately accepted. Uh, David didn't want to do it at first, but <laughs> I, I finally pulled a pulled his arm and, and said, you know, it was a good deal. I did talk to some somebody, uh, one of the poker writers, and they said, you did turn it down. And I asked Initially, Tim, I, yeah. I said, did you want to spite him then for not accepting the deal when you had a chance? Um, no, he was, he was cool he about it. He's super yeah, nice. Yeah, he's a nice super guy. nice guy. Um, yeah, he's a competitor. I thought he, he'd want to play it out, but I, I wanted to actually get the most chips and, and win the trophy, but... Did you want to get him out of there so you go head-to-head -head, uh, with um, Melissa for the title? Of course. That was the idea, yeah. <laughs> but once he got a bunch of chips, it, it became like a distance, distant idea and just, right. just thought about battling back. But. Well, you're no stranger here. You uh, won a big tournament a couple of years ago. I remember, uh, was it the High Roller or something you won? Yeah, it was about three years ago, I think, you won a big uh, event here. Yeah, we, we chopped the uh, one of the main events. Me, um, Jake Baisley, and... Uh, Josh Gibson, we chopped it three, three handed. We like chopped up a million dollars three ways, so it was, that was pretty good. Actually, yeah. David's won more events here than anyone else. Yeah, I have seven trophies. Really? Wow. Next closest has six, which he won this series. So I was hoping to pull away a little bit. I think uh, you were the player of the year one season. I was player of the year yeah. two, 2016 or 15. Okay. I should know this, but I don't. Oh, I didn't realize <laughs> it was that close. So now you're tied. <laughs> um, seven no, and no. seven? Or seven and I six? I have seven. He has six. Now he has six. Now he has okay, six. Sorry. He won one this series. So. So tell me about the chop. Uh, you know, it's interesting because, as it turns out, um, 
he went even with the money. And, I, you know, the money is not the most important well, I think, thing. I think Tim knew, like, we were difficult competitors and that if he had offered us simply an ICM chop, that David and I probably wouldn't have taken it. David, even with the least amount of chips, is probably... Uh, it wouldn't have been really a great. Tough. It wouldn't have been a great chop for me, especially since, since yeah. in, in his mind, um, <laughs> in his mind, he knows that we know each other, so he's at an advantage to to make a deal. Um, you know, because if we do get some chips, uh, we could put him in a tough position. Um, but yeah, he he didn't. He's he just wanted us to all, you know. Make a good do well, yeah. yeah That's what a, he he make just a told good me. Amount of money, and you know he gets to bring. I think it's his second trophy, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and for yeah, us we, to not play it out for another three, four hours. We were sitting next to him for hours and hours from from the first table. We were yeah. together with him, and you know we came, we talked and we had fun. Yeah, yeah, he told me the story about how you were broadcasting on a on a feed, and, yeah, and I, you I had commentary you for, had asked wondered why the other player didn't go uh, yeah. call him on a, on a, <laughs> a certain hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He bluffed this hand where he, the other guy should have never folded, and the guy was my friend. And I'm streaming. Like I don't know what my friend's doing. He's an idiot. He shouldn't be pulling here. <laughs> yeah. He and you know he's had some good results too. He, okay. He knows what he's doing. One other question about Omaha. I mean, obviously you selling it. You would love to see it take off. It seems to be taking a long time for some of these other mixed games to really come to the fore. At World Series, you have all kinds of tournaments. Yeah. Do you wish there was more at every event like this? I just think PLO is the closest to no limit. All almost everything's the same. Right. Um, that that's going to be the, the natural next game mm -hmm. but something else might come along mm -hmm. um i mean before no limit there was a deuce of seven no limit and that was the most popular game or stud that was one of the most popular game at one point so i think it's going to evolve to something else maybe like something else will become third but uh, i love all the mixed games mm -hmm. i've played all the mixed games tournaments at world series right. i love it um and it's too bad short deck didn't go they, they tried to do on this this series and apparently it was canceled. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, they canceled. Oh, I knew that there was one scheduled. There was, they didn't a, play there was a 2200 short deck that didn't go, didn't get enough entrance. Okay. But, um, I think that might be the next game that's going like, to start climbing up the ranks. I, I think, think so. Right. I think, I think so. Right. Uh, so the next step is to uh, pass Liv and Igor or uh, <laughs> Kristen and Alex. Yeah, it'd be uh, nice be, to win the. Uh, that's, that's kind of a silly media team. question. I think we, um, I think her and I, will be a nice mid stakes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and we'll see what happens after that. So, how do you celebrate something like this? Uh, well, we had dinner. At we Crew. just went to dinner, and um, and we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna watch some good heads-up poker with uh, Altman and Dollinger, and uh, yeah, our friends heads friends. up right now. Right. Dollinger's yeah. heads up. We'll, we'll see what happens. It's a nice life. Tell me about the Slum Donkeys before we go. Um, how much that has helped you in improving your game. Well, for me, when I first moved to South Florida, I didn't really know anybody, um, and uh, Rami invited me to that group, group, and it was just really cool to have like a group of people that you can just throw ideas off of, and not just that, like just the communion of, of uh, no, knowing there are other people out there that you can um, talk poker with, and actually, that's how I became aware of David. I mean, I just kind of saw him around, but every time he'd make a comment in one, in one of our group chats, I was like, ah, oh, such a great comment. This guy knows what's <laughs> up. I need to learn from this guy, and... Um, you know, it was impressive, and then it went from there. So, Well, truly named the Lucky Hearts Open, so uh, congratulations. Melissa Singh and uh, David Prochak, uh, both are uh, pretty uh, modest about their accomplishments, but let me just tell you that that was uh, David's seventh win at the Seminole Hard Rock in his career. Well, seventh cash, you mean? Seventh win. Win. Yeah. He's won uh, seven tournaments there, including five of them in PLO. Uh, Melissa, meanwhile, uh, 18 final tables and three wins in the past eight months for her. Good for her. So she's playing very well. Uh, Timothy is a super nice guy. Uh, probably had a 4-1 to chip lead on both of them when he agreed to chop evenly. He told me, uh, we'll hear from him a little bit later, but he told me, uh, yeah, I don't really need the money. And, uh, <laughs> I saw two kids here working really hard to make a living, and uh, I thought they could use the money. <laughs> and did he know at the time that they were a couple? I'm sure he did. They played all day long, so uh, I'm sure they talked about it. But I don't know that for a fact, but of course. Uh, anyway, they made a three-way deal, but Timothy ends up winning 18000 Uh All of them won $18,484 uh, 
trophy goes to Timothy. And uh, so he could take that back to Canada with him when he goes back there sometime go. in April. But will uh, have something extra to declare going back. Exactly. Huh? But he's a nice guy, and uh, we'll hear from him a little later in the show. Uh, talking about a couple other tournaments, I did play in that tournament. I did play it and uh, paid the one, 150 uh, last Monday when we were on the show that I talked about. I was planning on going over there. Uh, I guess we'll, you know... There's no bad beat stories, but just uh, bad brain stories, really. (laughs) Uh, I got in the tournament, and I played about four and a half hours. About 9.30, I got knocked out. And uh, I played, you know, fairly tight and uh, showed a lot of patience and moved up from the 15,000 starting stack to about 30,000, then had a couple few bad runs, went down to 10. All of a sudden, in about three hands, I was up to 40K. Okay. I'm doing really well. And uh, then I go out on a hand where I had ace eight offsuit, the uh, Joe Rodriguez hand, <laughs> aces and eights, Joe. Uh, but uh, I flopped, and I it's just as you can tell, this is a very easily explainable bonehead move. Uh, I flopped an ace and an eight, so I had the top two pair. Okay. Uh, it was ace eight seven. Okay. And uh, rainbow. So. The player that was on my right went all in for sixty nine hundred. I had about I had about thirty grand at that time. And how much did he go in for? He went in for sixty nine hundred. His stack. Okay. So I said, "Me, that's got to immediately." I said, "Call," which was stupid because you know I had that hand. The other guy on my left, I didn't know what you know where he's sitting, but I'm sure if I shove there, that he gets out, and I'm just going head to head. With well, yeah, you gave him a price to call with yeah. if he had an open end. Exactly. Straight, well, I said call, you know? and I and I really meant to say shove, but I didn't. And someone even said uh, call or, or all in, and I said call. So you were given <laughs> a second chance there. Yeah, I, I actually was. And actually, if somebody that player who had to act after you would have probably have argued very hard that you said, yeah, call. I said call. Anyway, he calls as well. Let me guess. Open ended. Yeah. There you go. See, <laughs> that's what you. That's what you want to get out. He's got a price to call you. Turn, and I was so much thinking about how I should have gone all in that when it came back around to me, I just said all in instead of thinking about it. If I would just would have would have made a smaller bet, I could have preserved some of my stack. Uh, but I thought, you know, hey, if I go all in still, he's going to drop out. At, at this at point, this at point, this point, if he goes all in, you're going to call him anyway. Well, listen to this. He has the straight. But he has the lower end of the straight. And the uh, all-in hand to my right had jack-10. Okay. So uh, it was really not a good play in his regard because, you know, he's... You were bound to lose this hand yeah, regardless. Unless I got an ace or an eight on the river, which I didn't. So uh, so I went out. So all that time, I played four and a half hours. All it did was cost you more chips by not yeah. going all-in. Yeah, exactly. So... I, I feel like if I just would have made the right play at the right time, I still would have lost a hand to the guy on my right. But if the other guy would have dropped out, I still would have had, you know, what, 23,000 chips. So still would have been in pretty good shape. So uh, Anyway, that was the tournament, and I, that was day 1B of the tournament. Uh, they came back the next day and finished it out. As it turned out, uh, two of our good friends uh, were in the final five. Michael Tate ended up finishing in fifth right after he got eliminated, Al Gomez. Uh, was one of four players who yeah. chopped the final table. Yeah. Well, so uh, Al's, Al's, been, Al's been playing great poker, especially for the last few years. But you just finished telling me something that was yeah, that's he, pretty he, impressive for he, Al. Yeah, in, last the, in, the, in the tournament with uh, whatever four thousand players, he finished fifteenth and won thirteen thousand. And then in another tournament, he won eleven. So he won thirteen, eleven, and eight total. In, uh, Thirty-two thousand in three tournaments, not yeah. bad. Pretty good. Anyway, the winner of that event was uh, Scott Roberts. Uh, he was the uh, the chip leader, obviously, when they made the four-way chop, and uh, so he takes home the top prize. And uh, Michael Tate uh, eliminated in fifth place here. I saw him here, and he. Uh, uh, I guess he won about uh, 4000 So, uh So our friends did well in the tournament, and it was fun to cover some of that stuff. But uh, uh, I'm glad I played. 
I just, uh, you know, it's like, I don't know I don't know how you could live with that all the time when you get out of these tournaments and then you walk away feeling just horrible about one play. And it's hard to get over well, that sometimes. Well, uh, Dave, it's hard when you only play a few tournaments right. a year, you know, because it's a big buildup. When you make your living either playing live and tournaments, a mix of both or just tournaments, it, it, I guess it's like an athlete forgetting a, a you know a, a baseball batter or, you know forgetting that he struck out four times in, in right, a game. Yeah. You got to come back. They have and, a short memory. You know you have to exactly. You know you you have to. That's how you have to think, or else or else you really won't make it, and and you'll know that because of the 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 money you won't have to be able to buy into these tournaments. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, you gotta more or less. My guess would be you would have to analyze it, analyze. Was there something I could have done differently, you know, to 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 incur a different result? And in your case, okay, you were destined to lose the hand. Your mistake was not pushing out the person who actually cost you the large, right. the large majority of your chips. Yeah, you know, exactly. so recognizing that as a professional, you know, a, a tournament player, whatever, you go forward and go next time I won't make this mistake. Yeah, exactly. You know, as long as you, as long as you are. Not letting your emotions of like, man, I was, you know, I made such a stupid mistake, blah blah blah, or or blaming the other player for making a, a terrible call and just hitting a two outer. Somebody hits a two outer on you, it's frustrating, but you got to walk away from that. Saying I yeah. did, ev-. like I tell everybody, the operation was a success, but the patient died anyway. You know, yeah. the, those analogies happen. There's absolutely nothing you, you could do about it. Anyway, it was a four-way ICM chop. Scott Roberts, the winner, 13,500. David Schmuel uh, finished second. David Coughlin, third. And uh, Al Gomez was fourth. And Michael Tate, fifth. Uh, so uh, an interesting tournament. I'm glad I played. And uh, uh, certainly it was a great series over there. Congratulations. Uh, they continue to raise the and bar. And it was in their regular poker room? Well, this was a, no. This is a new... Uh, it's called the ballroom now, which is the area that was formerly the event center where they had concerts and that sort of thing all the way in the other side all, of the, all the uh, way at the, the old at the old right. uh, like like where they were showing the shows after they closed right. it outside right okay. and then uh, the other tournament finished up this 2200 was played in the main poker room now so they're using all different areas but uh, two players won two trophies uh, during the 29 event series uh, Edwards Muniz of Hollywood or uh, he won the deep stacks, the WPT deep stacks. I think he's from Miami, actually. And he also won Event 5, the $400 Big O tournament. So two wins for him. And then there was also another player, Jonathan Bussieri, who won the $600 Turbo. And then later in the event also won uh, uh, the $5,000 No Limit Hold'em tournament. So great tournament for him as well. Uh, Ken Aldridge, uh, who years ago finished second to uh, Will the Thrill out in Los Angeles at that big tournament, uh, he won an event, the uh, Six Max PLO. Jonathan Jaffe, uh, our friend Justin Zaki from Tampa, won an $1,100 tournament. And uh, Brian Altman, as I mentioned, wins the main. So uh, for the second time in five years, by the way. So, uh, Lucky Hearts is open. On to the next one, which will be their Escalator Series, which is uh, over the course of four weeks in February and March. And then later in April, they'll have the uh, Seminole Hard Rock Showdown, and uh, the WPT will be back for that. Meanwhile, the circuit event over in Tampa starts up in just a few days, and uh, hopefully we'll get Tony on to uh, talk about some of that stuff. Uh, Jason Heidenthal back in action down here in South Florida, coming down from uh, Maryland Live, and he is now the new tournament director at the Seminole Hard Rock in Hollywood. So let's take a break on the show. When we come back, we'll talk about a few other things finishing up and uh, also some new announcements about the uh, World Series of Poker in Las Vegas, Uh, some new events uh, that they've talked about there, and we'll get to some of that when we return. This is Poker Action Live. This is Big Dave for PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Want to know what's really cool? Your charitable tax-deductible donation every time you play. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com, the feel-good gateway to fun and prizes. Play free. Learn our system. Get 50,000 free chips and play for prizes. Play for scholarships that benefit Caribbean students. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Take it from Big Dave. A win for you is a donation to Caribbean education. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. 
Ranger Station, Ranger speaking. Yeah, hi. I'd like to report a bear sighting. Location. My backyard. Oh, your backyard. Try telling a bear that. I did, and this bear talked back. Talking bear, that's rich. No, wait, it was Smokey Bear. Smokey? Why didn't you say so? I did say so. Continue. I was burning yard waste. No, boy. He told me to burn legally and responsibly, and to remember that if it's too hot to touch, it's too hot to leave. And as always, he's right. You know, 9 out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans. That means 9 out of 10 wildfires can be prevented. Yeah, I know that now. Thanks to me. Actually, thanks to Smokey. As usual, the talking bear gets all the credit. Get your Smokey on. Always burn responsibly and contact your local fire department for open burning regulations. Because 9 out of 10 wildfires can be prevented. Brought to you by Smokey Bear, the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfire. Android and iPhone users, download the WFO Radio app. It's sports radio for racing fans. Thank you, I appreciate it. The ultimate, the ultimate racing, racing show, show, including WFO Radio NHRA Nitro, WFO Radio Ignition, the WFO Radio NASCAR Tailgate Party, news, videos, push notifications, and more. I just hope I'm part of it. Go to the App Store or Android Market, search WFO Radio, and download it now. Now. Welcome back to the show. Big Dave and Joe, Poker Action Line, and Heels of Seminole's Lucky Hearts Poker Open. Another huge event over there that uh, went very well. Big name players. Uh, all kinds of stuff going on right now. The Borgata is playing their main event right now, so there was a lot of big name players up in uh, New Jersey for that. And the uh, circuit, which just finished out in Sacramento, has uh, moved on to uh, uh, another event there. We'll get that one down for you. Uh, but the uh, it's in Tunica right now and just came to an, a conclusion. We'll get the results for that in a minute or two. But uh, that's the stuff in the U.S. I did want to mention the Aussie Millions, which uh, was completed uh, last week. The main event was a 10000 Australian dollars uh, buy-in, 10600 And the winner was uh, Vincent Wan. Uh, he defeated... Uh, Ngak Tai Huang and Gareth Pepper. So, I'm so happy you're pronouncing these names. <laughs> I'm not. Anyway, uh, the interesting thing about that final table was Eric Seidel finished fifth. So uh, Eric's still playing very well. But uh, we did see some uh, interesting stuff in that tournament, including the fact that the top three players uh, had a chop. The top two players each winning $1.3 million. The third place player won a million. So uh, it was nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it was uh, pretty crazy. Uh, they agreed to the chop. That was the funny thing. They agreed to the chop, and then they went on to play for the trophy and uh, played for four hours. Really? <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? That must be one nice trophy. I don't know. I guess they uh, they wanted to buy it. Listen, lights. you want the prestige, obviously, of winning that. I mean, nothing wrong with that, but... Wow, four hours after you've agreed to the money. I could understand if if they had left money on the table with the trophy. I don't think they did. I, 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 from what I can tell, uh, that wasn't the case. So, um, pretty interesting how some of these things work out. But uh, I guess when the competitive juices are flowing, uh, willing to go for it. Well, you know what? Winning a million or a million point three already guaranteed. <laughs> Maybe you don't mind working an extra four hours for the trophy, <laughs> knowing knowing that when it whenever it ends, you're going to be collecting that money. Uh, so that was that was uh, one of the things that I thought was really pretty interesting. And uh, some of the late hands, Juan uh, actually came, came won the trophy, came from behind a couple of times to win the event. First, he had Ace Nine against Ace Queen, flopped a nine. <laughs> then he had Ace Ten against Ace Queen and rivered a ten. And on the final hand, he had 10-9 against Ace-3 and ended up uh, getting a 10 on the river to uh, to win the tournament. So um, that was a, a long, drawn-out affair that uh, finished up out there. But the winner for the Aussie Millions uh, this year, Vincent Juan. Uh, we mentioned Brian Altman, and that is uh, you, something. You'll forgive me for interrupting you, Dave. Okay. But by any chance, 
Do you know how the numbers were considering the fires and everything else that was going on in Australia? Uh, I guess the turnout was pretty decent. Uh, You know, I I didn't uh, compare it to previous years and see if it was up or down or what was happening, but... um, Seemed like there was a lot of competition, so I have a feeling the numbers were down just a little bit. Anyway, uh, other tournaments uh, are coming up, and they keep adding things on. Uh, MGM, who just sold, as I told you before the show, Mandalay Bay and the MGM Grand. And their signature property. They sold them both last week to uh, a combined group of... uh, uh, Part of it was uh, the Blackstone Group, which now owns four strip properties including uh, Bellagio. Uh, so they are introducing... MGM has decided to go in a little bit different direction, and they have started a new tour called the East Coast Poker Tour. Uh, it's going to be played at the Borgata, at MGM National Harbor in Maryland, and MGM Springfield. So they're basically tying in a lot of their MGM resorts uh, for a lot of things with a huge uh, poker tour first event is at the Potomac Winter Poker Open at uh, the MGM National Harbor in Maryland from February 5th through the 17th. 14 events overall in that one. And they'll have uh, five other stops in the tour and uh, haven't decided exactly where those will play, although we do know that the Borgata Bowl will be one of them. So uh, They've started that. Uh, there's also uh, stuff going on in Pennsylvania. I was looking at some of the numbers there and uh, they are uh, picking up some uh, decent money, you know, nothing compared to sl- the slots as we know, but they generated 2.5 million in their first month, which is pretty serious stuff. Okay. You mean for their online uh, uh, for online poker. That's nice. Yeah. Uh they're tied in by the way with uh, Mount Airy Casino. And uh they are going to have a series up there. Uh, by Fox Bet, which is uh, the uh, Fox Sportsbook end of the business, and along with Poker Stars, announcing a new series called the Pennsylvania Winter Series uh, that is inspired by football. Uh, they'll have one called the Warm Up Tournament, called the Warm Up, which is a $50 buy in. And then they'll have a bunch of football themed names for some of these things the Punt, the Turnover, the Hail Mary. And uh, it will range from a $30 mini buy-in event to the main, which will have a 300 So kind of a small series, but that is an online series, and we'll see what happens with that one. Um, second chance, uh, all-in shootouts tied in with the Super Bowl and a few other big games. Uh, so Pennsylvania running wild here, and uh, Michigan will be the next one to come online Good. when they get their stuff uh, straightened let's, out. Let's hope uh, Florida wakes up and uh, starts doing something here, too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the other thing I want to mention, and we'll get into this more with Tony next week, but the nominees for the Global Poker Awards came out, and we'll run down all of them this week. But uh, there's lots of talk about Joey Ingram, who has his own podcast and really did a lot of hard work on the, on the Mike Postel cheating investigation, and it, where he broke down numerous hands from the Stones Gambling Hall. And Has anybody that. paid a price no, for that yet? No, that hasn't really come to, to a head yet, to be honest. But we'll run down all this stuff. Uh, that is uh, coming up later in February, as I mentioned. And we will... Uh, well, actually, March 6th. I'm sorry. March 6th is the, the ceremony for that. So uh, they're finishing things up. You can go to the Global Poker Awards w- website to find out the full list of nominees. And there also is a fan vote for the People's Choice Awards. And uh, we will follow that as we move along. Uh, I want to get to this interview with... Uh, you got that ready, Gio? Uh, I wanted to get to the, uh, the Tim Tim Banks interview. Are you interview. busy over there, Big Big G? <laughs> <laughs> Not trying to spring it on you, but uh, I know you would be ready. Anyway, Tim Banks uh, was the gentleman who won the $2,200 PLO tournament. And uh, I just want to play it because he's just a, such a nice guy. And it uh, gives you a good idea. He is a uh, CEO of a construction uh, corporation. And uh, has been playing poker for quite some time and playing a lot of tournaments. He loves loves playing uh, PLO. And when he's down here in Florida, he'll play at the Hydro Hard Rock and places like that. He's from uh, Prince Edward Island in Canada. And uh, we had a chance to pull him aside and a really nice conversation. So let's hear that. Timothy Banks from uh, Prince Albert Island, Canada. I'm with Timothy Banks 
the official winner of the $2,200 PLO event uh, that just concluded with a three-way chop. Yeah. Now, this is very bizarre because you had a big chip lead, and you could have played it out. Who knows if it would have taken an hour or so, but you, yeah, you decided an even split for the money. So the money, maybe not the most important thing to you. No, they're two young kids that are, I was playing against, mm -hmm. and they're very nice, and they're very polite, and uh, I had met uh, the David before, and okay. I, I played a few times with Melissa, and uh, they're nice kids, and they're yeah. trying to build a career, and they're trying to do something, and I don't need the money, yeah. and uh, I was getting in a position like, uh, when I get that size of chip stack, I'm going to be pretty aggressive, and they're going to end up getting the losing end of the stick, and right. for me... It is what it is, you well, know. So I'm just happy to to have a little piece of glass and some money in my pocket. Beautiful. And have some fun, and that's the way it is. Well, you know? I, I think David actually turned you down once, so you could have been spiteful and said, "Okay, that's it. Yeah. We're playing it out." I, I hope there's a lesson in the, at the end of the day to kids that are doing that. Sometimes you have to make um, you have to make decisions like a, a chop and things like that, and uh, never going to hurt you to uh, to. Um, you don't always have to be a gambler, and uh, and in this particular case, I did feel the both of them uh, uh, were, were nice kids, and I uh, wish them well in their careers, and I hope this gives them, you know, opportunity to go play somewhere else again. I'll be able to play anyway, whether exactly. win or lose. Yeah. Well, last year at the Lucky Hearts, you made a final table <coughs> in uh, Omaha. So is that your game uh, that, that you uh, that's uh, my excel at? I only started playing poker about six or seven years ago, and I started that with Holden. And uh, my son talked me into going on. A, we were on a boat cruise, and we went and played a little tournament, and he won it. And I was kind of interested. So when I came back home, I started coming out here and okay. started playing. I was playing for pretty small stakes at the time. But uh, I'm kind of a high-stakes guy, so by the time I got back home, I'm playing pretty good level cash. And back home, I play a big PLO game. And I play up in Montreal. There's a, at the playground. There's a there's a big game up there. They have a, a private room, and we play in there. And uh, so the last couple of years, I've I've sort of switched my game from uh, being a Holden player to being a PLO player because okay. I just love PLO. It's a great and, game. Yeah, and I really learned my poker on the internet, and so I play like four or five screens at a time. And so I, I get used to making quick decisions. So I'm a little, uh, probably a little different than a lot of guys that sit at the table. I don't have a lot of patience to sit there and kind of pretend I have right. a hand or I don't. I know what I have, and I know very quickly, and, and that's the way I play. So you play a lot of events. Uh, there's a big WPT at the playground, so you play in that every year, too? Um, not necessarily. I'll just fly up for a couple of days and play cash. Okay. There's big cash games up there. So uh, Aaron Memelstein, it's, uh, I have a funny story here. He because down here. Yeah, so anyway, Aaron was up there uh, oh, a couple of years ago, and we get into a, 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 a significant uh, cash and a PLO. I think there was like $68,000, him and I, wow. in, in, the, in the pot. And uh, he had played at the game for about three days, and he said... Uh, uh, he ran it once for three days. I'm a I'm a one-time guy. I'm yeah. number two times. <laughs> and uh, anyway, we got this pot and it got out of control. And we both had big stacks. So he he turns to me and he says, uh, "You want to run it twice?" <laughs> I thought I was kind of surprised, and I said, "Sure." So anyway, he won the top just like boom like that. And so I. Uh, Anyway, I won the bottom. We chopped the pot. We're both quite happy. And uh, then where the funny, the story gets funny, last year on the main down here, <coughs> we're down to about 30 people. And uh, Aaron gets sit to my table to my right, and he's small blind. I'm big blind. And uh, anyway, he flips. Uh, our, anyway, it comes around and. Uh, he just checks it. It's just small blind against big blind. Mm -hmm. He checks it. I look down. I got seven deuce off. So I check it. The flop comes over seven deuce three. Um, he checks. I bet out. He comes over the top of me for about 400. I've got about eight million, like I'm chip leader. And uh, <clears throat> so I snap him off and, uh, and out the door he goes. And he goes from there, goes over and plays the uh, 25,000 event. And wins it. Wow. <laughs> so he sends me a tweet later. Thanks for beating <laughs> the games. Me out. No, yeah, he made awesome. like 670000 And then I get aces in small blind about uh, 
oh, I don't know, an hour later and I lose half my stack, you right. know, so it's a crazy game. And that's what I, I was, I don't know if the kids understand that, right. but with me playing PLO and where I got at the level just at the end where the chips are, I'm just going to push them around and they're not right. going to have any chips. And then one of them is going to end up with 11, the other is going to end up with 18. And I just want to be fair between the two of them and just say, what the hell? You know? Well, outside of the World Series where you see $10,000 tournaments and all kinds yeah. of different uh, events and different yeah. games, we don't see much mixed games. And I've always been a huge mixed game proponent. Well, I like playing I, I, Raz just, myself. Yeah, I'm just starting to learn those. Uh, okay. I'm kind of intrigued by it because uh, I've never gone to the World Series. Like, I don't know much about poker. I play a lot, like, at home. And I have my own. We have a very small commu- uh, casino in our community. And they let me run a private game there on Thursday night. So we start around 4 and around 2 in the morning. Mm-hmm. We play like 5, 10 PLO at that game, which is big for our little state or community, whatever you want to call it. Right. And uh, so um, I, I'm hoping uh, we start playing five-card stuff and we start doing some other things. So we're going to try right. some stuff out so Good. that when we go away, we'll play some try different to, games. Try to encourage people to, to play yeah. it more, but uh, you know, people don't feel real confident in it. So yeah. do you like high-low games as well? Uh, or having much experience with that? No, I have a little bit of experience. Tell you the truth, the only three uh, PLO tournaments I played were I played two last year, one here, the 1100, and I came fourth. And then I played the main one over at Coconut Creek, mm-hmm. and I came fourth there too. Wow. So I said, well, i got to play this event, you know, because <laughs> I, I went deep in the main here as well, and I, I came sixth in the uh, double bounty or the black whatever it's called i guess you got what 20th in the in the main uh, was that last yeah. year or this year no uh, this year this as year. well okay. i was uh, i think i was tw- 24th or 5th okay yeah and i got a cooler uh, in fact brian uh, it was a it was a really u- unique hand because uh, uh, brian was uh, he was i think he yeah he was on the button and he was like three xing it on the button all day long. You know, we're in day three, and he's x uh, three xing it, so he makes it like 65 or something like that. And then the guy in the small blind has uh, guy in the small blind takes a long time, tanks for the longest time. He's only got about 425,000 in chips, and I've got a million six something. And okay. Brian has about three million. Okay. And uh, so he tanks for a long time shoves in and I've already made the decision because I, I know that if I just call the four something Brian's going to come over the top of me that's who he is right. and he's going to come over the top of me and then I'm stuck with a pair of jacks right. and I hate the jacks anyway so I just shoved it all in and uh, he tanked for a little bit and then he snapped me uh, he had ace uh, king he had ace king the other guy had tens and I had the jacks and a ten came in the flop but then a spade came in the uh, turn, which gave me a uh, flush out okay. and uh, gut shot. Uh, um, any jack, any king uh, would have given me the pot, and mm-hmm. I'd be in there sitting at the table. Oh, wow. but that's how it is. Eh? Yeah. It's poker, and you have fun. Is that why you're still here, to see how Brian's doing? Yeah, you kind of developed a friendship with it, him? Well, you know... <laughs> I heard a lot of people saying he's an animal and he's a whatever and everything, but he Super plays. Nice guy. Yeah, he pl- plays like me, and he was very polite to me uh, when I played with him a few times mm-hmm. at a table. I I just thought I'd come in and just see how he's doing. I was here when he uh, won this event uh, five years ago. Oh yeah. He had he had hair back then, <laughs> but uh, no, he's a very good player, yeah. and I, and and, and is getting better all the time. So it yeah. seems. Uh, so what's your plan here? You you stay down here during the winter, which, yeah. as I mentioned to you, is kind of a dream for a lot of people to. When yeah. it gets well, cold up north, you come down here. Go, I'm going to go home until I got my dog at the sitter. I'm going to pick up my dog, and I'm not going to play poker for about five or six days. And then my wife will say, get the hell out of here. <laughs> She'll be down Sunday, and then I'll have to come back out and play a bit. Do you okay. find it a little bit ironic that you're down here in South Florida for the winter, and you win a tournament now on the coldest day of the year? <laughs> It is kind of ironic. That's why I pulled this hat out here this morning. I just said, oh, i got to wear this. Like, it's cool. Because <laughs> I left here last night, 2.30, and I went to, in vehicle, and I had a little light jacket on. I said, holy Jesus. <laughs> anyway, it's good. Well, is, do you plan on uh, really trying to uh, 
up your career here or you just play for fun and you know get away from the house every once in a while no i i, I do play like i had a pretty good year last year like okay. i try you know, i'm a business guy so yeah. it's kind of like me it's sort of I, i'm not the accountant kind of guy but i i did uh, a very profitable year last year and the year before okay and uh, it lets me uh, have a lot of fun and play a lot and and i got a i've met a lot of really good uh, friends and yeah. people like Shetty and Jessica okay. and those like they're really Both nice people, people. Have been and on my Lonnie show. and yeah Lonnie yeah, Harwood oh, sure oh yeah and and uh, Phil and in fact I'm I'm te- as soon as I get home I'm gonna text I'm gonna text Phil and I'm gonna say I'm the champ you know he thinks he's the PLO champ well, I'm gonna let him know well I wanted to try to talk to Melissa I, I just so happens that I missed her but oh, yeah. uh, you know we have a lot of uh, really good female players down here you yeah. mentioned a couple of them yeah. and she seems to be joining that group now she did you know uh, i don't know if she remembers this but it was a very small I, i'm pretty sure it was a satellite tournament about four or five years ago and she came to the table i was playing at it and i think she got through on a satellite and i got through on a satellite for a main or something like that right. and i um and I remember her then, then I bumped into her a few times okay, since then. So, so but I you do, didn't know who she was. Yeah. But uh, yeah. as it well, turns did, out, you got the trophy, which well, is probably the most important thing, right? That's the most. And the funny thing, David wasn't at the table when we're, until we got to the final table. Okay. And he sat beside me, and he turned to me, and he says, what's your name? So I said, it's Tim. He said, that's it. He had walked in uh, uh, a couple of years ago. I finished sixth in the, in the main. And... Uh, um, I got like ninety-two thousand for, but uh, but I did this big bluff, like a monster bluff, and whoever was doing the the podcast, the, yeah, the, the write-ups, the, yeah, no, the, doing the stream guys. thing. Oh, okay. He was the com, he was the commentator on, it, and he got on ranting on oh, about wow. why this guy didn't call me and everything like that, and then he starts telling me the story last oh, night. Wow. So it's kind of fun. Yeah, that's pretty cool to hear that, and and I re- I remember playing it back and thinking, God, he is funny. So, well, congratulations. Uh, it's nice to meet you. And, and I'll, uh, look, I'll look up your podcast. On yeah, the, Poker on Action page. Line. Check it out. Okay. And, uh, I'll do that for sure. Thanks so much. And it's uh, Tim Banks. Uh, I'm sure we see a lot more of him. I, I really hope we do. Uh, just your thoughts, Joe. You've got so many guys that play, big-name players that we see at all these events. And then occasionally we'll come across somebody who's just like a normal guy. And... Uh, you which know, is which is hopefully a whole lot of us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and when we see these tournaments and the new names popping up, it uh, just goes to show the game is growing. But, uh, you know, it's nice to see uh, new blood out there, uh, you know, making their mark. Well, that's that's exactly what the poker world always needs is new names making their mark. You, you have to you have to feed the 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 idea that, you know, the average Joe can win a tournament right you know and and well, thank god and, and you do you need to you need to have that that belief that hey on any given day i can compete against some of these guys maybe not day in and day out but on one day you know i can compete with them in one particular tournament remember most of us have real jobs uh obligations not to say that that professional poker players don't because it's it's like they said, like the saying says, it's a real tough way to make an easy living, and um, it's just very, you know, you found out. You, you you mentioned it earlier in the show. It's frustrating when you get a, you have to deal with all those emotions, the uh, tiredness of all the constant traveling, not getting, not having a social life unless you meet somebody on the tour, you know. And, uh, we see the glory and the big check and the smiles and all the high five, and at the end. You don't see the journey that, that yeah. you know, most of us don't see the journey that it takes to get to that point. And, uh, you know, the effort that you have to put in and everything else. So, you know, that's tough. And those people deserve everything that they er- they earned and that they win. But it is nice in the poker world. You want those tournaments to continue with those type of fields. You have to have the average guy say, hey, I, you know, hey, I'm going to give it a shot this week and, you know, take a shot to... to Compete against these top guys, even if, even if they don't win or make the money. If they have a great experience, that's going to be positive, you know, advertisement when going forward to their friends and their poker, and might and might entice a few of them to come back the following year when they run that same tournament. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, nice to see, 
and uh, we appreciate the time he spent with us. Uh, let's head to another break, but before we do, I just want to let you know, uh, you remember the name Esai Scheinberg? I know I should, but for some reason... <laughs> he was the founder of Poker Stars. Okay. And he was the one that uh, was uh, charged with bank fraud, money laundering, and illegal gambling as the founder of Poker Stars, and ended up uh, going to Switzerland and uh, evading the authorities there. Well, he finally uh, surrendered to the U.S. authorities nearly nine years after Black Friday in January when uh, they took him into custody. He's 73 years old now, and he founded the company back in 2001, operated right through the uh, UIGEA, and then uh, I used following, to love playing on their side. Yeah, me too. And uh, ended up passing the company along to his son Mark, but uh, Mark uh, ended up selling the company three years later after uh, he took over to Amaya for uh, 4.9 billion dollars. But uh, Scheinberg was uh, the U.S. was uh, making a deal with Switzerland to uh, extradite him back to the U.S. And so he finally, after initially resisting, uh, he made some negotiations and traveled voluntarily to the U.S., and he will face charges now. So the whole thing's still not over, the whole online disaster known as Black Friday, and coming up on its ninth anniversary in here in 2020. That's, just, that's the hard part for me to believe. You know? Crazy. But, uh, you know, it is what it is, and it's, I don't know. Luckily, we got a few states already playing. You just mentioned yeah, we'll how well there. Pennsylvania did. So Michigan next, man. Then hopefully, New York or California will in the next block to fall. Uh, uh, yeah, somewhere down the road. Because I know this legislative session in Florida it ain't going to happen. Yeah, so. that's for sure. Okay, let's take one more break. We'll be back with our final segment. Uh, talk a little bit about the World Series of Poker this summer. Uh, Seventeen new events this year in 2020. So we'll run some of those down for you. Uh, we told you about the uh, buy-ins with less than a thousand. There's quite a few of those events. Uh, there's 13 events with over $10,000 buy-in, but uh, everything up and down the ledger. We'll talk about more of that when we come back. You're listening to Poker Action Line. Check us out on SoundCloud, on uh, iTunes, on our website, PokerActionLine.com, on the Hold'em Radio Network, or on the Poker Fuse podcast page, anywhere you get your um, podcasts. Check it out, Poker Action Line. We'll be back. This is Poker Action Line. Hi, this is Big Dave from PokerActionLineRadio.com. I want to let all avid poker players know about a great new lottery game that was developed by one of our sponsors, Atlantic West Management Group. This game is now available worldwide on the Internet and will be served as Place Your Chips Caribbean and operated on the Internet as an international lottery by Atlantic West. The Texas Hold'em poker-like game is perfectly legal everywhere and presented as a lottery game with tickets available on the Internet. You can win pick six lottery tickets and cash prizes by using your poker playing skills. It's open to lottery players worldwide, and right now this game is in a play-for-free test mode, and you are not obligated to purchase anything. You can get 50,000 free play chips per ticket for the purpose of evaluating the game with no prizes awarded until the game goes live. The lottery customer can purchase a ticket with a unique number that will grant them entry into one of many Texas Hold'em poker tables with a chip stack and like a lottery game, the prize value will be based on ticket sales. That chip stack will be valid for the remainder of the week as players can access the site as often as they like to try and take the chip lead. At the end of the week, the highest chip stacks will be awarded lottery prizes, and if you lose all your chips, the lottery ticket becomes null and void. As with regular lottery games, you can purchase as many entries as you like. However, each ticket stands on its own merit, and much like the regular lottery, the results of multiple tickets cannot be combined toward a prize. The name of this game is Place Your Chips Caribbean, you can access a live demonstration of the game right now at www.placeyourchipscaribbean.com. We believe that when it goes live soon, there will be a heavy demand for this game, as most lottery players would much rather have some say in the outcome of their lottery result. Their odds of winning are greatly improved if they're able to utilize their playing skills in order to increase their chances of winning. I hope that you will try the Play for Free demonstration, and hope that you will join us when the Play for Real game becomes available. Hi, everybody. This is Getty Lee for RAD. To many of us, drunk driving is something that other people do. Certainly not one of our friends or relatives would do such a thing. When you see someone who's had too much to drink, about to get into a car, urge them to give up the keys and find alternate transportation. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives, you should too. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. 
quote from uh, Jack Effel about this year's World Series of Poker. New events are always a result of player input, and we're thankful to have received many great suggestions this year. This year's WSOP is chock full of new events, new price points, and a little mystery sure to resonate with poker players everywhere. We can't wait to open our doors in four short months to get things started. It all gets underway on May the 26th. Uh, the uh, mystery uh, that he mentioned, the uh, point of mystery, is a new tournament called uh, the Mystery Bounty uh, Tournament. And uh, it is a $1,500 buy-in, no-limit hold'em tournament, uh, with a small twist. Uh, nearly it's the same as regular bounty tournaments, but every player in the field will have a $100 bounty on their head. Randomly selected players of 100 players will have bounties worth much more. Uh, 80 of those bounties will be worth 2500 Wow. 10 bounties worth ten grand. 6 bounties worth twenty five grand, And 3 bounties worth 100000 And 1 for $250,000. $1 million in total for the mystery bounties. And I guess... I don't know how they do it. Uh, when you knock out somebody, uh, maybe they took take the card off their forehead and uh, let you know how much <laughs> they were worth. Pretty crazy. Yeah. But uh, wow, that's I a like, lot of money. I like that idea. How many people are they expecting in this tournament? Don't know. They how many? How much of it goes to the prize pool then? Yeah. That's crazy. a lot of money. Fifteen hundred. Yeah. Fifteen hundred dollar buy-in, right? Fifteen hundred, and everybody has a hundred, so that's fourteen hundred. That's a lot yeah. of money. Yeah, pretty crazy. Uh, let me see the date on that one. Uh, that's going to be a very popular tournament. Several are called. Uh, several of these events are called part of the Freeze Out series because they have so many tournaments now that are just freeze outs only with no re-entries. Uh, this is going to have to be like that with those bounties. Yeah, here it is. It's uh, June the 28th. And you start with 50,000 in chips. So, uh, pretty, pretty nice cow, deep that stack is, tournament. No, I'm just think about it. Those, those bounties are incredible. Anyway, that's one of the major new uh, institutions. There's also going to be a high roller PLO tournament for 50 grand. Uh, there's going to be some smaller buy-in events, like an $800 uh, event near the end of the series uh, on July 12th, after the main event is already underway. And then the freeze-out series uh, scattered throughout between uh, $500 and $5,000. So um, there's been a call for uh, freeze-out tournaments. I personally am one that's very happy to see it. Yeah. I mean, there just won't be any guarantee. I doubt there will be many guarantees offered. But, you know, that's what the large majority... When you have those thousands and, you know, thousands and thousands of players in town, I guess, you know, give them what they want. You don't have to give a guarantee. They'll be happy with whatever the turnout is. They know the money's going to be good anyway. Yeah. This tournament, that's really interesting, Dave. I'm very curious. They have to have had a number in mind with those type of prize. Yeah, I'm sure. But I, I don't believe they mentioned exactly what that was. So you said sixty? No, eighty of those people will have a how much? Fifteen hundred dollar buy uh, bounty. Uh, eighty are worth twenty five hundred. Twenty five hundred. Okay, so that's two hundred thousand right there. What was the rest? Ten bounties for ten grand. Six bounties. So wait, for wait, 20 ten, ten for ten grand. So that would be another hundred thousand. That's three hundred. Six worth twenty five grand. That's another one fifty. So you're talking four hundred and fifty. Three bounties worth a hundred grand. Nine hundred and fifty, uh, you know, nine hundred and fifty thousand, and one for two hundred thousand, and one for two hundred fifty thousand, two hundred and fifty million. One, no, it should be one point two. No, I think you got one. I think you added wrong there. You said eight, uh, eighty at at twenty five hundred. Right. That's two hundred thousand. Right. Ten at ten. Right. So that's another hundred thousand. So that's three hundred. Then six for uh, twenty five. That's four fifty. Four fifty. And then three for a hundred. That's seven fifty. Oh, and then and the, the 250. 250. So yeah, I must so have I right. added something wrong along the way there. So it's still that's a million out of a hundred out of them there. And then the, everybody else is is at least a hundred dollars. Wow, million. Yeah, fourteen hundred. Wow, they're expecting a lot of people. They'll also uh, have the largest buy-in tournament in the history of the WSOP, excluding the big ones for one drop. 
which were played in 2012, 14, and 18. Uh, it will be that $250,000 super high roller, no limit hold'em buy-in, and that will take place. And, and the big one for the big drop for uh, the big one for one drop is this year. No, it's an even odd, an even numbered year. Uh, I think it is. I think it is this year. Um, I can't say for sure though. Uh, June 27th is that event though, and uh, starts at noon on the 27th. Uh, the main event gets underway. I think we. Uh, we mentioned that a little bit earlier, that the main event gets underway uh, just before the 4th of July this year, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, of course, we'll have the Colossus again, which will only be a $400 buy-in this year. That's a little bit different. Uh, Crazy 8s will be back at $888. There'll be another Salute to Warriors uh, charity event uh, for 500 and a little one for one drop, I know, is on the schedule for a thousand one hundred eleven dollars. That is late in the tournament. Uh, four so, how many events are they looking at again this year? Uh, didn't give a final total yet. I think they're over eighty this year, though. Well, wasn't there eighty last year? I think year? it was eighty last year. Yeah. So, my guess is going to be probably closer to ninety or more. Well, we'll see. We'll see. But they've mentioned uh, several events, and then they'll have the whole schedule. I think in about two weeks they'll be releasing that, and everybody could start planning their dates. Uh, so it should be fun. Uh, I hope to go out this summer, and I haven't been out for a couple of years, so we'll see what happens. I'm going to have to live vicariously through you there, through Big me. Dave. <laughs> so congratulations to all the winners we talked about. Uh, uh, Vincent Juan in Australia, Brian Altman here in South Florida, and of course, uh, Borgata finishing up there at the final table now. And then uh, we will follow some of the other tournaments. We'll get back to some of that next week. That's going to do it, though, for tonight's show. We do appreciate you listening in. And we hope you'll join us again next week. We hope to have Tony Burns here in the studio. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'm not sure whether we're going to post it Monday night or Tuesday night. But we'll see what happens with that. And uh, if not, uh, we'll get him on by phone to talk about some of the big things coming up for him. Nominated for the Tournament Director of the Year in the Global Congratulations Global again, Tony, for that, for that nomination. Absolutely. Uh, We'll see you next week. Gio, thank you again, as usual, for all your help. And Joe, thank you. We'll see you next week. I'm Big Dave Lemon. Bye-bye now from South Florida. The views and opinions of the hosts, guests, or callers are not necessarily those of the station, its owners, advertisers, or agencies.